Welcome to the fourth episode of the Caution Free Podcast. I am your host, Colton Sutley, along with uh, Tim Friedhaber. Um, so there was actually some dirt races this past weekend. Um, just going to hit those results real quick and maybe just talk about it a little bit. Um, there was a midget race at the Southern Illinois Center in DuCoin. Uh, there was a junior Nepper 55 and Timez, Thomas Mezzerol won that. And then the Gateway Nationals were going on as well. And night one, Nick Hoffman won the Super Late Models and RTJ, uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. won the Modified Race. And then night two, RTJ won the Super Late Model Race. And then Jordan Grabowski won the Modified Race. And on the final night, uh, Brandon Shepard won the super late models and Drake Troutman won the modifieds. Um, I don't know if you remember him, but uh, not Drake Troutman. He won the uh late model feature at the Stampede at Lernerville. So that yeah. we went to. Now, yeah. so it's nice to see uh somebody from PA going out there and winning the race. Yeah. Um. Did you see any of the highlights or? Anything I know we talked about in the last episode about uh the retaliation the wreck and retaliation but I don't know if no, you saw any more after after that I didn't I didn't really see anything else yeah I'm not sure how I forgot to check up on the Western PA guys that well guys are running Western PA a lot uh forgot to check to see how well they did. I know John Lee and Ryan Montgomery were out there. I know Montgomery made the A main uh, on Saturday, but I'm not sure how he did. And I think it was uh, Friday that he flipped in the feature. They flipped him back over and he continued to race. And before he uh, got interviewed by uh, Blake Anderson, and he said, he flipped at Marion Center and... So, uh, f it. We're gonna send this bitch. So, like you know, he gave he gave no fl flags, no flags given there, and the uh, he ended up uh, moving up some in that feature and stuff. But it was all uh, I saw it on a couple couple people posted it on like X or Twitter or whatever you call it, and I I didn't send it to you because I figured you'd probably see it pop up because of just how. It was, but I'll have to find it and send it to you so you can see it. Yeah. Um. So PA Sprint Week, they released their schedule different than PA Western Sprint Week. Um, ten ten days, ten races. June twenty sixth to July seventh. Um, William Grove, Williams Grove, uh, is ten thousand to win. Lincoln's 25,000 to win. Babs is 10,000 to win. Then we go back to Lincoln for another 10,000 to win. Grandview, 10,000 to win. Port Royal, 10,000 to win. Hagerstown, 10,000 to win. Back to Williams Grove for 20,000 to win. Um, back to Port Royal for 10,000 to win. And the final nights at Sellins Grove for 10,000 to win. Um, and all of them pay at least 10,000 to win. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of um, 
kind of angry people that there's multiple races at multiple tracks. Um, I think there's a lot more tracks in PA they could have added to get away from running Williams Grove and Port Royal twice, but and Lincoln as well. Um, the yeah. big thing, uh, it's so uh, they complain about it every year because that's how it is every year, and. The reason it's like that is because the what the speed week is put on by the tracks themselves, and so like they're the ones putting up the money, so they kind of have the control over it and stuff. And I don't like it. And even if they don't even come out to the Western PA area for a speed week, which I understand they probably most likely never will, just because of the travel cost being so far. Um. But like, there's a lot of Central PA tracks that do 410 shows like once or twice a year when they can, and they don't include them in the speed week. So it'd be hopefully someday they can add like well they can add at least three more tracks. But I mean, the good news though is that it is the first time that all the shows will pay 10k to win at least, and then. Uh, the 25k to win race at Lincoln is the first time that I think a race in the speed week is going to pay 25,000 to win. So that's good to see. Um, and then Port Royal, they released their schedule like a, around like episode one or two of us, of the, our podcast, but uh, we didn't go over it. Uh, and then I saw Williams Grove and Lincoln both release their schedules within the past couple of days as well. So all three big track, all the three main big, the three main tracks in uh, Central PA have released their schedules now, and so a lot of sprint cars on their schedule. Obviously, um, Sealands Grove and Baps are like the next two I would say on the and like the, the hierarchy, and there's they haven't yet release their schedule but uh they both have released some events that are gonna be on it and then i'm sure like clinton county is a track that usually fits like one or two four ten shows in like a year and stuff whenever some of these tracks are off and stuff so i'm sure some of these other tracks will try to fit in some shows like four ten shows when they can and obviously they have their regular weekly series or i mean classes and then another schedule that dropped was uh the power i 410 outlaw sprints um they have 30 races it's mainly a midwest series and they're like really big in the missouri area i think like lake ozark speedway has like nine um events on the on the schedule and uh so it'll be a lot of good tracks from what I saw, but don't know too many of them. Just know that there's a, enough good ones that it'll be some good racing for those guys out there in that area. Yeah, so then uh, Sharon released her schedule. Um, they're running 18 races. Their highlights include their opener on May 11th, which includes four tens. Then they have on May 18th, they have the Outlaws Sprint Cars. June 1st, they have the Western PA Sprint Week. Um, June 12th, they have the Ohio Sprint Speed Week. 
July 12th through the 13th. They have the Outlaw Lane models. August 17th is the Lublaney Memorial. Uh, September 6th through the 7th is the Apple Festival Nationals, which includes four tens on the second night, and rush sprints and 305s both nights, among other classes. And then September 29th, they have the Outlaw Sprint Cars. Um, and in total, they have nine rush shows and nine 410 shows. Yeah, um, the Apple Festival Nationals, uh, they're like pretty much like their version of the Steel City Stampede, just a little different. They run um almost every class, both nights. Besides, uh, I think the big blocks just race that Saturday or the the first night, and then the four tens race the next night. And actually, they might not do complete shows for all, all the other classes. They might just do heat races the first night and then the features the second night. I'm not sure. I can't quite remember how it worked this year. But uh, it usually puts on a pretty good show. I mean, this year, I think it was a little rough because of the weather. But it usually puts on some good racing. And um, I, I'm surprised how many rush shows are there because... Uh, so I looked into it last night. There's like last year they had 26 races scheduled on for the rush sprints. Well, between PPMS, Hummingbird, and Sharon, they already have 21 races scheduled. So I'm like, how many freaking races are they going to run? Because last year they ran at nine different tracks, I believe is what I counted. So it will be interesting to see how many races it ends up being which if it 21 that's like i would say like a regional series is usually 20 to 30 ish range so it'll be interesting to see how many if they end up doing not more shows or what but um and then uh <clears throat> i saw the other day that mckean county raceway was added to the ulms schedule that's another western pa track so that's again adding to the more than half of this of the ulms schedule being in western pa so if you have a super late model uh might want to hop on that series to get some good paying uh points or purses i mean and then there's been some drivers news lately um one that i we talked about off air that I had heard about um is Blaze Myers. He is going he's a local driver. Um he's gonna be driving for Ted Hall and Hall's 41 rush sprint car. He'll have the uh Blaze's Joker theme, which looks badass, is still gonna be on it'll be on that car. And he will also be running his own 410 wind wing sprint car, which they just recently purchased and um on his Facebook, he is looking for sponsors for the upcoming season, and the sponsorship will be split between the two cars. So if you want, if you want to hit him up, if you're interested in sponsoring him, um, you can hit him up on his Facebook, and he also put his number in the Facebook post. So I'll, since it was in the post, I'll say it here. Um, his number is eight one four six five seven four two nine five. And I think if anybody has money to sponsor somebody, you should go sponsor him. He is really talented. Um, 
the progress he's made in a rush sprint uh, from only racing it like three or four years, I want to say, is very impressive. And he's a real man, not afraid to run the cushion, rip the lip. And so it'll be somebody that it'll be somebody that will be competing for wins, I feel, in this upcoming season. So uh, Thomas Mesrell's primary focus this season will be in the Maverick Wings Sprint Car Series, um, also known as Team S. Uh, he ran about um, 30 winged races before altogether, so this is a big step up. Sure did good. Um, Tyler Rankin is committed to running the IRA Sprint Series. And then uh, Johnny... Herrera. Herrera. I uh, created a team for Chase Parks around a 410 for around 50 to 60 races uh, in the Midwest. Uh, Emerson Axum is also, it was announced that he's running his family owned wing 410 for, if I remember correctly, it was 40 to 50 races. He's in like Indiana, so it'll probably be like like Ohio and the Maverick series quite a bit. Um it's uh like a lot of good and bad stuff with that. Uh he the cost Marshall racing is shutting down all their non winged four ten stuff because that's what he ran before he was like third in the USAC points this past season. So he's I'm sure he'll, his goal was to go winged 410 racing eventually. So now it'll be interesting to see how well he does. And then uh, for some people might not know, but Johnny Herrera was a Word of Outlaw driver for I don't know how many years, but it's good to see that he's uh, creating a team for somewhat a young kid out in Oklahoma to run some 410s. And then um, the Tulsa shootout, is coming up this week or when we're going to drop this on Christmas. So it'll be the week of, uh, I think the 20 December 26 is move in day. And then the 27th, they start racing and they'll race until Sunday, uh, new year's Eve. Um, and then there are six classes for those that don't know. Uh, there's the wing outlaw, which has 237 entries, the non-wing outlaw, which has 350 entries, winged A-class, which has 300, 380 entries, stock non-wing, which has 387 entries, restricted A-class, 142 entries, junior sprints, 113 entries, and then there was like a total of 1,609 entries, which is just mind-blowing that there's that many. Of course, some of the entries are like same drivers but it's still crazy to see not many guys entered yeah so the maybe i'm just confused this is a micro race correct yes okay and what is the difference so they're running non-winged micros yeah so there well there's like six different kinds of micros well i don't know if junior sprints are technically called my technically micros or mm -hmm. if there's a difference but i couldn't tell you the difference i think 
so stock non-wing micros are like stock like engine and stuff and they're like obviously non-wing and then i think Yeah. wing to a class is like the same thing just with a wing but i don't know because they also have restricted a class so i don't Hmm. i'm not sure but i know like winged outlaw and non-wing outlaw are more um they'd be like the like the top type of micros Yeah. and then obviously junior sprints are like beginners and stuff but um some of the big names that are going to be there which there's always big names and stuff uh Kyle Bush, he's going to be there, and his son Brexton is also going to be there. Um, Tyler Courtney, he's going to be driving for Christopher Bell's micro team. Seabell, uh, usually, he used to race there when he was allowed to race dirt, which hopefully someday he will be allowed to again. Um, Noah Gass, outlaw driver, he'll be there. He's from that area. Uh, Cannon McIntosh, Logan Seavey, Chili Bull winner, he'll be there. Wyatt Miller, Uh, Dale, that's Dale Jr.'s nephew. He'll be there. Jesse Love, he's uh, going to be going into his rookie year in the Xfinity Series this upcoming year. Um, Ricky Thornton Jr., he's going to be there. I saw something cool where he's going to be giving back to some like kids like to help them get opportunities. Or I'm not sure exactly all the details, but he's giving back to the young racers, which is cool to see. Um, Emerson Axum, like we mentioned before, he's going to be there. Jason Persley, um, another good USAC driver. Uh, I saw that Jace Park was going to be there as well, which we mentioned earlier. And Gavin Bochelle, he will be there as well. There's so many entries that I could not go through. I didn't, I just kind of like ran through them as quick as I could to try to find some of the big big names and i'm sure i missed a bunch of them there's just so many entries and so many good drivers it's it's like it's christmas when it comes to racing to see the sort the assortment of drivers there I know, um, I know Haley Deegan's racing, yeah and i did see that her boyfriend Chase, her husband, fiance, whatever he is, is also racing. He's pretty i did good. So, I did see that she was on the list last night, but I forgot to put it in the notes. So that's my fault on that. But I mean, there's just so many freaking names. Like I'm and the, it went to my race pass to see the entries. So it was like a real pain to go through them. But uh, Yeah. I know a lot of these guys are going to be racing like, at least two if not more of the classes Mm Mm-hmm. i mean it's just crazy like because i don't think there's like a ton of difference between some of these cars so like you could show up with like two micros like one for like a class and one for outlaw and then just take the wing on and off but i don't know if i don't know how many guys actually do that directly but i know a lot of them
his uh Twitter account and uh he does a lot of race dirt racing articles. He I listened to his podcast this week at work and he him and his co-host did this. So I was like, that's a great idea. Gonna do that. Um so we're gonna have Christmas lists. Um just basically our top three things we want for the twenty twenty four racing season, like to happen or whatever. Um do you still need some time to think about some stuff or do you want do you No, want me to go I have first? my three. Okay, you can go first and then I'll go. I mean I at least have two and then the third one I'm just gonna pull out of thin air like a magician. I have two that are realistic, so I'll start with those. So the first one, I want Rico to win the High Limit Series, of course. Um, my second one, I want them to approve racing with other tires in all the classes because Hoosier tires suck. Um, the material on them sucks lately. And guys lose races because your tires pop. And I think it's bullshit. Um, and three, I want Tri-City to fix their freaking track surface. That's that's my Christmas list. That I don't that's a pretty good like I think only like one and a half of those can happen. And At least I say one improve at least improve their tire compound. They they've been working on well they got a new tire this past year and it's I feel like it's gotten it's been better. Um but I just It's just hard. Like, it'll cost racers more money with, with introducing more tires because guys will just buy, like, multiple tires, multiple different, like, types of those tires. And it will just, That's true. like, because they're just trying to get in that edge. And then it'll end up just costing more and more money. And it'll, it's just maybe... have somebody a competitor but have the tires be um not the, exactly the same but like the same That's what I mean. I like you know I don't even know like what I mean but I know like users like you can have like different compact I don't know Yeah. dude but um Serialist. yeah but my oh well I think your Rico winning is a realistic possibility And then half, I said one and a half could be could happen. The half is that uh, Tri City could get like partially have the track be a little better. So you know, It won't happen. I I I don't think it will, but I'm saying it. it there's a chance. There's a chance. Um, my top my my Christmas list is uh to have a bunch of variety and. racing especially sprint car racing i want to see the like upsets of the outlaws and the high limit guys i want to see like the first time winners and at the local level i want to see the first time winners i don't want to no offense to aj flick i don't want to see him winning almost 20 races again i think he won like 15 or 16 or something i don't want to no offense to him i don't want to see that unless he's winning a bunch at port royal and some here i just want to see a bunch of diversity and who wins and i want to see a bunch of first time outlaw winners as well as uh i it's weird saying first time high limit winners because that would be almost everybody because they're like brand new 
but uh, just seeing like maybe like an upset like a local guy from like anywhere upsetting the high limit guys and outlaw guys would be phenomenal uh my second thing on my christmas list is similar to what you mentioned about tri-city but i want knox and tri-city to both get some good owners i mean not saying the uh, previous owner of knox was bad he he did a lot of improvements but it's just you know hard to run a track it's you know drain just hard costs a lot of money and if you're not making enough money it's not worth it hopefully somebody that can um make a run and make some money from for both tracks gets get them and just improve them and just you know hopefully improve western pa racing just that little bit more and then oh my third one oh i guess It kind of goes back to my first one, but I want to see one of our lo local guys be the big touring series. Like, whether it's in the late models or the sprint cars, like, both series, I want to see, like, like Mike Norris beat, like, the Outlaws, Outlaw late models or Lucas Oil and Brandon Spithaler or AJ Flick or somebody like that, or Cy Lynch beat the Outlaws or the High Limit guys. Just... I want to see. I want to see that. See that local track just go nuts over a guy pulling off a big upset, and just that's the goal. I mean, it kind of gets the same thing as my first part of my Christmas list, but kind of not because the first one's more realistic than this. But you never know. Silent almost pulled it off, and Jared Miley a couple years ago won a race at Port Royal. I mean, not a local track, but but he's from this area. But uh, yeah, and that's pretty much all we have today, I believe. Um, so short episode, uh, Christmas special, I guess you could say. So you know, hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Uh, you know, just like like, comment, subscribe, follow, rate five stars, whatever. You know, do it as a Christmas present for us and, uh, you know, just be safe and don't get your name in the paper over the holidays. <laughs> yeah.